continuing in the Chavis HaTalmidim in Perik Ches. After he explained to us how Moshe Rabbeinu wasn't only talking to his generation, but he was talking to us as well when he said, V'yadata hayoyim v'ashevoyso so we're starting now with the paragraph that starts Zehu Ha'ikr. Here's the main point. Here's the main point. Shetigaresh that a person should kick out as to El Zar, the foreign deity, which means Avayda Zaro. You have a chiyah to kick out the Yitzharah from inside you. He's going to be here until you die. But you have to keep fighting with him. You have to get rid of him. And he says, We're not asking of you that in one shot you get rid of your Yetzirah for Lashen Haro. Yetzirah for talking by davening. Yetzirah for making fun of people. We're not expecting that to happen in one shot. That's not, that's not what's supposed to happen. Tashkim. You should wake up one morning with Timotei Tahar and all of a sudden you find yourself pure. We call Shemet Lachali from any disease and from any stain. It's impossible. It doesn't happen overnight. Rak, rather, But what we do ask of you is that you start working. If you realize you have a bad Midah, you have to start working on this Midah. Taschel. Just start. But you have to be involved, really, to get rid of it. It doesn't happen all of a sudden. I'll give you an example. I'll give you an example about myself. Because I don't want to get into all the details. Part of it is embarrassing. But I'll give you a little bit of an example. When I was a younger fellow, I had a lisp. You know what a lisp is, right? Talk a little funny. Like... Instead of saying S, you say S. Now, I didn't really have like a major list. I had a little list. Now, I didn't even know that I had this list. But there was a boy in my class that made sure I found out. That whenever time, anytime I said something, he would always go... And the first like 20 times, I had no idea what he wanted. I just thought he was weird. That's what he did. I would say, can you pass me something? Right? But I didn't mean to talk like that. It happened because I had braces, whatever it was. And then he would go... And it took me a while to figure out what he was doing. Until I watched myself in the mirror talk and I realized that I have a little bit of a list. And I determined that I'm going to fight that. I'm going to work on it. But that created that I was terrified to talk in public. You might not know that today. I was terrified to talk in public. Because I was always self-conscious that well, maybe my list is going to come out. And still sometimes I'm conscious about it. And I had a fear to talk in public. And I pushed myself. I decided, you know what? Not only am I going to talk in public, I'm going to become a speaker. And I pushed myself to speak at every opportunity that I can. Today I have zero fright. So I can get up in a crowd of no idea who it is. I can get up and speak. I have no problem with that. Because I pushed myself. That's an example about me. But you, hopefully one day, will have a million examples about you too. There are things that you have to push yourself. You have to push yourself on different... I have, the reason I'm saying this to you is because I have a friend, a very good friend of mine. He's much younger than me. He's a bucker. And he had a terrible, or has, a terrible stutter. Terrible stutter. And he's very self-conscious about it. And I kept telling him, it's okay. 
No practice, you'll get good at it. And I gave him an idea. Should, he should start recording himself. Like giving a speech. Just record yourself. And when you know that maybe somebody's going to listen to it, you're more focused on what you're saying. And he recorded himself, and then I said, you know, send it to a few friends. And he started recording himself two, three times a week, five minutes saying something. And when it came out pretty good, he would send it to his friends. And he started a podcast. Podcast is where people go ahead and give a speech about something. He started a podcast five minutes a day. I don't think it's daily. I don't think it comes out daily. But he pushed himself. Does he still stutter? Absolutely. Is he way better than he was? Absolutely. Because he pushed himself. He decided he's going to get over his fears and his anxieties. We all have those things. We all have those things. But we need to push ourselves. It's not going to happen overnight. You're not going to change overnight. Don't expect it to happen overnight. But you've got to, day after day, push yourself a little bit more, a little bit more. He gives an unbelievable muscle. Listen to this muscle. Let me give you an example of what this is like. A king that his enemy snuck in. An enemy of the king snuck into the palace and he started taking over room after room. It was a massive palace. It took a couple of days from the chapa what was going on. But they realized all of a sudden that there was no video cameras in the olden days. They didn't know this. All of a sudden there was rooms that they couldn't access. And this guy was slowly but surely bringing in more and more people into the palace, into his little thing, and he's planning on toppling the government, killing the king, and taking over. It took a couple of days, and they realized that this guy, there's something going on. And they hopped. What happened? If the people that are in charge of protecting the palace, would with all his might try to kick out the enemy, the king will be angry at him, and the king won't abandon him. The king will keep giving him reinforcements. You need more men? We'll give you more men. You need more troops? Fine. You need more ammunition? You need more guns? What else do you need? The king will be angry at him. He knows that the person is trying to kick out the enemy out of the palace. The king will assist him in this battle. And each room, and every inch, of the palace, that he'll be able to move the enemy out of. It's like, now he's not in this part of the building, and now he's already, keep taking it back piece by piece. The king would move right back into that place to reestablish his dominance of that part of the palace. And the king will actually give this person a reward for taking back the palace eventually. But if the person that's in charge of the security of the palace becomes lazy, and he doesn't do his job. King calls him in and says, you know, I found out that there's people living in the palace that shouldn't be living in the palace. He's like, yeah, I'll get to it next Tuesday. I have things I have to take care of. He's not involved. The king says, no, now. He says, okay. And then the king finds out he went on a day vacation. He's Mr. Ashel. He doesn't battle. And all the more so if the king feels that not only is he not battling to kick him out, but he might be also assisting the enemy and he's listening to the enemy, you could expect the king to lose it, and his fire to burn in him, of anger. He'll get angry, and he'll start using maybe not nice words, and scream at him and say, you're a traitor. You're a horrible person. As the Rossi, my house, you're giving over to my enemy? 
And you have an agreement with him? How dare you try to trick me and tell me, Malkiyata, you're my king. No, but I serve you. I see who you're serving. You're not serving me, says the king. You're allowing this person to walk around in my palace like it's his home. That's the muscle. What's the nimshal? It's an easy nimshal. Very easy nimshal. What's the palace? Your body. What's supposed to be the king of your palace? Your Yetzir Tayyip. But sadly, the Yetzir comes and takes over one part, and takes over another part, takes over another part, and Hashem says, listen, this is my palace over here. You're allowing the Yetzir to take over another part of you? Another me that he got? Another Averia he got into you? Kick him out! You're helping the Yetzir in my palace? You're Hashem's palace. Are you allowing the Yetzir to take over room after room? Or are you trying your hardest to get rid of him? The king will have no problem with the person if he didn't get rid of him yet, but he's still battling. He's still trying. But if you gave up, or if you're assisting the enemy, then the king says, <laughs> that's where I draw the line. That's rebellion. As he starts the next paragraph, he says, you obviously understand the nimshul. Your body and your soul is the palace of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Where the HaKadosh Baruch Hu rests. The enemy of the king is Yetzirah, his Ganev Bukha, he sneaks in with his Kanev, and he gets very comfortable there. And how frustrated and angry will the king be when he sees Sha'ato, you, Sarah Armin, you're in charge of the security of the palace. Not only do you allow the enemy in, but you're also working with him. You just bow before him with Elof Tishma and you listen to whatever he says. Yiktaif. Shall we get very angry? You're a traitor. What are you doing? How dare you come to me by my arm and say, Oh, Barachata, Hashem, Elekeinu, my king. My king? You listen to the Eight Sahara. What do you mean, my king? Melech Really? Melech You mean except for the part of you that's not accepting Hashem? Lechain. Therefore, hachel no, start lenakay tasmidei secho to cleanse yourself, umachshavai secho your midos and your thoughts so it's the end of barber efesh. Don't allow yourself to become a dirty pit for the yetsahara to hang out in. Avoid no b'chalib b'chalakadoshayim. Start working through mikadosh, body part after body part, mida after mida, thought after thought. Hamleiches Hashem alein, make king back Hashem the king back over your body. Shirakid ibudoy mitzvayis tasasa. Where from now on you'll only do what he says and what he wants. The Dabr Avtachshev talk and even think what he wants. But slowly you have to regain the palace. You have to take back the palace. It's, it's being invaded. Are you allowing the enemy to come in? Are you assisting the enemy? Or are you actively trying to kick out the enemy? And that's how he starts. He says, I don't care how long it takes. As long as you're constantly trying to get rid of the enemy, Hashem understands. The moment you give up, the moment you assist the enemy, then you're a traitor. How dare you say, Baruch Hashem? that, no, we're going to open the Kabbal to defend Hashem's palace, so therefore we're going to be able to do that with my everyone.